Yeah, Woodsy blessed me with a piece of metal the other day for a spot I was asking him for. Where at? He came through to the courthouse and gave me the metal, but it's for that, um, it was for that double set rail right by Waterworks. Oh, did you get it? Yeah, I board slid it. Sick. It's hyped. I wanted to grind it, but it was like not feeling good. Yeah, it, lo it looks like that kind of like sticky metal though, is it? No, it's perfect. Is it? It's like solid metal, but I just had to like... And you just needed the metal... It's a quick like down flat. You just need the metal for like a smoother pop, right? Because it's got those plies that well, are like kind of separated. No, the plies are only at the bottom. At the top are bricks. Oh. But there's a fat crack. Okay. Which I even tried bonding last month and botched it. Oh shit. <laughs> and like, yeah. I've, I've definitely been. I uh, tore the bondo out and I, just put the sign in I've place. I've been on the wrong end of a bad bondo job once or twice in my day. Dude, yeah, it's the worst. I remember in like for a piece of time we tried to bondo like the eight or whatever and like it was like fine like that night and we went back after it rained and it was just <laughs> just it sank a bit. Yeah. I think I remember that job being pretty good. I did it again. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it was in the video. I think you guys bonding it. Yeah. <laughs> Sick. I was like, you know, when we thought it was like, we we're so cool because we bonded a spot. Dude, like, the, the best rail to bondo. Yeah. I mean, I think it was kind of steep, but. Yeah. That shit's gone. Yeah. Even the double set. That uh, whole spot was so good. Golden Hour, episode 32. We are out here with a one-of-a-kind guest. We got Mr. Chris Cookie Colburn in the place to be. My G, welcome. What up? Thank you. Yes. Thanks for having me. Yeah, my pleasure. Stoked to be here. Definitely uh, been wanting to get you on for a minute, but you're a busy man. Yeah, just running around, you know, trying to make everyone happy, and myself <laughs> included. So. Yeah. Got to start with number one, man. Yeah, I'm hyped this worked out, put your, though. Put your own mask on first, you know, yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah, totally. So you came back into town for A-Dog Day, essentially, or...? Yeah, I did. I was in North Carolina for a week skating with New Balance guys, and um, they had flown me out to hang out and skate for a Thrasher New Balance weekend. Awesome. We did a couple demos and street skated a bit. Nice. And I was like, well, I'm already on the East Coast. Do you think I could get a flight up to Vermont for A-Dog Day? Because they had flown me out last year for it. Yeah. And they were down. So Sick. Here I am. Back awesome. again. Yeah. <laughs> Extended it a few more days, so got to make time for things like this. Nice. I bet your parents are psyched to have you back again. So typically make it back, what, once in the summer? Yeah, if I'm lucky, like twice a summer. Okay. And this is number two, so nice. it's a lucky year. Nice. I just had the pleasure of being here about a month last month yep so most of august nice yeah and obviously being that you're out west and then you're always traveling i'm sure when you get back it's like you know a million things to do and people to see and also trying to just mix in like having some relaxing time where you don't have to really do shit <laughs> yeah right to actually like appreciate how much nature there is in vermont and like go on a hike or hop in the lake yep have you been able to do that this time I actually didn't get in the lake when I was here a month ago because of all the rain. Yeah. And 
how the lake kind of got like temporarily polluted from that. Mm -hmm. So I didn't really want to push my luck there. But just been hanging by the lake with my family nice. in Colchester. So that's been good enough for me. Yep. Yeah, it's been a crazy uh, weather summer. Like, I can never remember such a rainy summer in all of our, my whole life. I yeah, think. I know. That's what my parents have been saying, too. Yep. And even just being here the last month. It's shout, like, shout out to Colburns. What up, Nancy? What up, Mike? Yep. What up, Ben? Mm-hmm. All y'all. The creators. The creators, yes, no doubt. Well, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, I just want to, uh, just uh, real quick for, uh, you know, we don't really have a format, but for people who don't really know you, maybe just tell them a little bit about, like, you know, where you're from and, you know, a quick little boom. Yeah, yeah. I grew up in Williston and then spent my summers in Colchester, so kind of half and half there with Burlington right in between. That was, like, my stomping grounds for skating in the summers and... Talent Skate Park opened when I was about 10 years old, 2001. So that was my second home in the winters and even my first real job in the summers, teaching skate camp, working the candy counter. Yeah, um, that's crazy because I literally remember you being like, yeah, 10, 11 years old. Yeah, I was like shook to go for the first six months when they opened and then eventually just like stepped in those doors and I was all wow this is cool yeah started making some like actual friends I still ha I already had some homies but that was kind of where like we all started to just get to know each other yeah that's like the one spot you don't necessarily even have like you don't even have to necessarily call homies you just you can go to talent and your homies will be there right and just pull oh. up yeah so then yes lived out my life until high school until after high school Took a year of CCV in person, and then left for Los Angeles. Yeah. Thankfully, my homies Jordan and Witta had already made that move a year prior, so I had a couch. They were offering their couch to for me to come out to, and I, that wasn't super appealing. Yeah. But then a room opened up, and that was when I was like, okay, this is my chance. Yeah, I stayed on that couch, definitely, when I came, yeah. when I came out, and it's like... I mean, I wouldn't say it was, like, the craziest of party houses, but, yeah, it was, like, you know. It was, it was <laughs> yeah, pretty, it was rowdy. If you wanted to go to bed, like, before 2 a.m., like, yeah. you're in the wrong place. Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure uh, <laughs> at least one or two of the nights when I stayed, because I stayed for, like, a month one time, and I think there were three of us on that same couch. For sure. <laughs> like, literally. Yeah. yeah. A lot of heads. Yeah. But good times, though. I remember visiting for, like, a week at a time and being, like, I don't know if I want to move into this kind of environment without my own room yeah. <laughs> to, like, just be able to escape the madness. Yeah, because you're so sober. You're someone who definitely, like, appreciates being able to, like, have your own space and whatnot. Yeah. So that worked out, though. The room opened up, and I'd saved up, like, five grand, I think, working at Brugger's Bagels that Cody Hale got me the job at. Yeah. And was just like, fuck it. Like, you were just is, like the counter boy? Or? This is enough. I was baking bagels oh, baking. from like 4 a.m. to like noon. Oh, okay. And, yeah. What's up with that? Uh, it was it was a journey, like yeah. getting the hang of that, uh, that time schedule. Yeah. But it was fun. I'd even wake up at like 3 and then deliver bagels to the hospital. I, had, I would have like a car full of like... 500 bagels. That was your little, that was like a side hustle on top of it or what? That was part of the job. Oh, was it? Some days I would get up earlier and then deliver the bagels and bake them the night before. Okay. <laughs> it was just a, 
a run around. I remember it being so early that like drinking coffee was a bad idea because uh, yeah. you're just gonna crash. Yeah. So Cody got me onto the the schedule of like a hot chocolate instead. Okay. So. It's funny how like everyone goes through those jobs when you're younger or whatever that you're like, I'm glad I did that, but I would never do that again. Like, oh, I, I know. Like, I did roofing for a summer. Yeah. And like, fuck roofing. Like honestly, like respect to anyone who does it, but that work is not for me. Yeah, that's <laughs> manual labor. Yeah. I would get home and my back would just be like yelling at me like, dude, this is not for you. I bet. Yeah. I remember showing up to the bagel job one morning, kind of in rough shape from the night before, and having my face in front of the hot oven, like switching out the bagels, was so brutal. Yeah. So I learned to just show up with a clear mind and yeah. kind of got me on the right path to transition out of Vermont. Yeah. But it was really cool at the time. I remember my bosses, Kim and Cindy, made me a cake when I told them I was leaving to go to California, and on it, it says, like, good luck, Chris, with a skateboard on it. That's tight. Still a picture of yeah, it. Yeah, they knew that there was more for you in the world than being in front of the bagel oven. Yeah. <laughs> what a trip, though. Like, again, notch yeah. on the belt. Totally. Well, that's what's up. So, that. But yeah, what year did you actually move out to L.A.? That was 2011, <sighs> in, like, the winter of 2011. Crazy. And, yeah, fast forward, like, 12 years now, I'm still out there. Yeah, you think you'll stay out it's there? It's been for like a, while? a permanent summer vacation. It's felt like because without the season, seasonal change. Yeah, it's amazing. It allows for like a very great productivity yeah. for skateboarding because like, it could be middle of February and you're still going out filming. Totally. But um, yeah, I do miss the seasons. Makes me like a little sad to have missed so many seasons where you can appreciate when spring rolls around or when fall comes in, you can start wearing, like, thicker sweatshirts. and yeah. I don't know. I'll definitely always keep ties out west and uh, visit all the time. Or at least the real goal for me is to, like, just balance more time half and half, east coast, west coast, mm -hmm. and lay down some roots back east and still keep in touch out west. And totally. Yeah, because, like, real estate's crazy out there. Yeah. I think I have a lot better... Um, I just have more desire to, like, own a piece of land back here, yeah. be near, closer to my family and friends and the roots. Yeah, it's important I, to leave, but... I agree. I agree. fun to come home to. I agree. I've, mo I've moved, like, three or four times for, you know, a few years at a time, and I always found my way back. And it's like, you just realize how special Vermont actually is, you know? Yeah. I mean, winter's brutal, but... It is brutal. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Uh, yeah. Um, but yeah. Dude, I actually just stumbled on this part of yours that uh, I somehow didn't even see the, um, for Pepper Grip. Mm. That was dope. Thank you. Dude, you might be, you I might appreciate be working towards some Sony shit right there, dude. You got, Thanks. You got some. You put out a few parts this year already, haven't That you? was some cool momentum to get. Yeah, because the Warble Project came out in April, and the Pepper part came out in, like, early June. Yeah. And I remember asking them, I'm like, could you, you think we could, like, space these out a little bit more? <laughs> yeah. Like, it's just kind of crazy to be putting out so much footage, like, back to back. And it was just kind of timing wise yeah because they were promote the grip was already like in stores when the footage came out so okay. kind of helped promote the grip that's cool and just yeah 
yes. try to push it. So, and the Warble video was like overdue to come out. Well, I was just about to say the Warble video, that was ridiculous, dude. It was a blessing in disguise though, because with that video getting so pushed back, it gave me a time to talk to Thrasher and actually put together an interview that cool. came out on like the May issue. Yeah. Which actually comes in like late March. Yep, yep, yep. It's yeah. a whole like crazy process yeah. they have with print, but I was stoked because I was sitting on a lot of photos that were about to just like get pushed under the rug. Yeah, because for people who don't know, the way that magazines run photos, if the footage is already out, they won't use the photos, right? Right. I mean, At least could, in Thrasher. In Thrasher. And I mean, you can have like a photo that's like an ad, right? For like if you're, one of your companies wants to use it, but even typically still, they want to put up the photo first. Exactly. Typically, you want to be able to see the photo and then like look forward to the footage. Yeah. And if the footage never comes out, they probably didn't land it. Yeah. <laughs> there have been a few covers back, like, over time that's that that has happened. Yeah. You just wait, and you wait, and you're like, did he do it? Yeah. I've definitely heard stories of people, like, having stuff in print, and they didn't get it, and then they're like, they just feel so much pressure, because they're like, I gotta go do this. Yeah. And like, sometimes they just never do. Or you're just one of the few who are just, like, so down for skating that you don't even want a filmer and the photographer was just in the right place right time yeah some guys just skate for the love of it and they could care less to film it yeah which yeah. is all pretty noble yeah so i feel I, like axel glenny's like that yeah kid just like skates as hard as he wants like even if no one's around yeah yeah that's dope it's rare to some, see some ryan edwards shit yeah true some shout out redwards um, so yeah, we don't have to like, you know, I know you've been, had interviews all the time, we don't have to go through every little, all this, you know, regular ass questions, but just maybe tell people a little bit about like, how'd you get into skating and like, you know, what, what kind of took you down the path? Yeah, for sure. When I was like, I went to Wilson Central School, that was like the real stomping grounds. There was a manual pad in the back that was like, probably like couple inches tall yeah and that was like probably where I first started skating with homies just ollieing off it or like riding off it who are you skating with my buddy like Alex Shea he had a spot his parents lived like right through the woods on the other end the street over okay he had a quarter pipe and we would always mess around there and even in my own driveway we'd set up a little piece of plywood with some milk crates under it as yeah. a bank ramp. Yeah. My brother and I, my brother initially got me into skating. Shout out Ben. Nice. Because he got a board, if we're really going back, um, he got a board from like Tours R Us and it was like a piece of shit plastic board, but still a truck's wheels, bearings, yeah. piece of wood. Might have even been plastic. Yeah. Not even plastic, <laughs> yeah. Proverbial Regardless, piece of <laughs> you see your older brother get something and you just want to do it. I'm three years younger than him, so, yeah. That went on, the board wasn't really functioning too well, and not long after that, I went to Cherrybone in, in Williston, in Williston nice. at Taft's Corners. Shout out, John. Yes, got set up with a board there, a little more proper. It was a World Industries, like Wet Willy, Flame Boy, Classic. like me in the middle. Classic. Yeah, I forget the other pieces to it, but it was sick. And that, like, sparked the neighborhood sessions a lot more. Yeah. And, yeah, I was kind of dorking around, just trying to figure it out. Because I had learned how to snowboard with my mom and brother. 
in my own driveway because okay. we lived on a pretty good slant. Yeah, you guys have that nice little hill in your backyard. Yeah. yeah. My dad worked at Stowe while I was growing up, so we luckily had free passes to go skiing. Yeah. And, yeah, getting my balance dialed on the snowboard, I think, tra helped translate to skating because the first year or two figuring out snowboarding was, like, so difficult and not fun because huh. I had never stood sideways on, like, a any sort of board before okay. and moved forward. Yeah, for me it was the opposite because I was already, like, Ripping around on skateboards when I was a little kid. And cool. Skateboarding was later. Oh yeah, yeah. I've yeah. seen other people who have skated like most of their lives and then took to snowboarding, and it easier. like comes quick. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it's funny. Some people have told me I have like a wider stance on a skateboard, maybe from snowboarding, <sighs> which I've just learned to embrace. Yeah. You totally. know. Yeah. Feel a little more stable. <laughs> yeah. No doubt. Yeah, so talent opened like probably six months after I started dorking around, and I was like rollerblading for it in the beginning of it, and yeah, then I'm not gonna hold that against. I pull up with both, and like eventually I just start riding the skateboard more, and yeah, it was so much easier than like driving to the mountain to snowboard and waiting for the conditions to be right, etc. It was like an hour away too. It's freezing. Yeah, skating was just always like. A little more accessible. Yeah, snowboarding's dope, like, when you're actually snowboarding. Like, if you are if you could just be at the top of the mountain on, like, a nice day all the time, like, that's the shit. But, like, everything yeah. that has to go into it makes it a little more difficult. Right. The build-up to it is a process. Yeah. But, yeah, I still do love snowboarding. It's yeah. a really nice way to just, like, tune out from everything else around you. Technology, like... True. Problems like how do you rock like headphones or anything when you snowboard? Or are you trying to be like just like all in like the moment type? I used to rock headphones when I was riding with yeah. friends, but the past few years going out, I like to just be able to feed off each other, like whoever I'm riding with, yeah. their energy, and communicate. Totally. Like if we're going left, like I want to hear that. Yeah. <laughs> hey, where do all my friends go? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, I think. uh you know, snowboarding is dangerous. Like, I mean, obviously, as is skateboarding, but you wouldn't be able to hear if some, like, tourist is flying up on you. or you Totally. Know, like yeah, it's it's therapeutic to, like, listen to music while you're doing it, though, like, especially if you're solo. Yeah. But, um, yeah. That's what's up. Have you done any snowboarding out west at all? Honestly, not enough. Yeah. I got to ride in um, Mount Bachelor last winter. Okay, Which was that? a blast in Oregon. Oh, nice. And then I've been to Keystone, Colorado oh, okay. the past few years for a Zoomies 100K event. Sweet. Where they bring in a bunch of skaters and companies. Is that and the one that Mountain Dew did too? Or, or no. Or was the one with the uh, downhill where you were skating? Oh, that was in Tahoe. Oh, okay. Yeah. We didn't actually snowboard there. Oh. We were just skating down a mountain. Yeah, that was insane. We should, uh, we should run a clip because... Uh, you did, like, I think you were the first one to do the, complete the whole thing, weren't you? Yeah, that was so cool. Yeah, yeah Mountain Dew, like, you. scheduled a whole, like, um, skate oh. <laughs> ramp down the mountain. I'd love to know. Some guys spent, like, two, three weeks building it, and I'd we just to got know. to pull up. It was up. like, I have an idea. Let's have them skateboard down the mountain. Like, yeah. what the hell? Maybe it was, like, Doug Clark or something. I actually was just, shout out, Doug. I was just saying with Doug the other day. Yeah. Oh, Doug's the man. Yeah. Good times, though. Yeah, now you were on Mountain Dew for how long? Like 15 years. I think okay. they were my first, like, real sponsor. Okay. Yeah, it was unfortunate they just had to end their skate program this year. Okay. But grateful for all the times that 
I got yeah. to spend riding for them and traveling the world. That was a good run. Totally. Pun, but, pun intended. Yeah. <laughs> um. But then not long, like around that same time, John Harrow was working at Talent, and he plugged me with um, he plugged me with Satori Wheels as a sponsor. Nice. Which was amazing. Because yep, that Craig. that was like. Sorry. Let's give this dog a chance. Yeah. <laughs> a chance to breathe. Yeah. But the real connection was just being at Talent and being a kid, getting my bearings dialed there and making friends with other kids, making friends with the employees like John and Hannah and Dave, mm -hmm. who seemed to just like see my potential and guide me in like the right direction. Yeah. Like John hooked me up with Satori Flow or I got Duff's Flow through the shop. Yeah. I got Globe Flow through the shop. Yeah, um, I remember you were rocking on Globe for a sec. That was cool. Yeah, like Rep Flows would come through the shop and just ask like who's ripping, like who do you guys want to support? And thankfully my name came up a few times and mm -hmm. just kind of like kept the motivation alive. Yeah, it's important when you're a kid to like whatever it is that you're into to like have someone that's like sees that you have potential and like encourage you and even if it's like a little that a boy, you know, just to Yeah. Just to keep that spark going for you and you know right. see that someone believes in you. Yeah, like learning that a fifty fifty the low box. I'd come out into the shop and like tell Woodsy. He's all cool, dude. Yeah. Right on. <laughs> he wasn't like overly ecstatic or yeah. anything. Because Woodsy keeps it real. Yeah, he was real. Yeah. He's all cool, dude. Learn how to grip a board. <laughs> yeah. He's like, nice, now go 5 0. Yeah. <sighs> Something I was reflecting on the other day to someone, though, which was really cool about talent, was that when like you and like Marshall and Aber and Colin and Clint. And STEM were all like making your videos, like piece of time in that era. You guys would be in the streets in the summers, like just on a tear. Yeah. It was completely like out of my realm. Like my circle of friends were just on a much lower spectrum of skill and like ages. But when it came time to the winter, we were all just under the same roof in there. Yeah. And that's where I could really feed off like the skill and like energy that totally. you guys all had, which totally. was super cool. And then eventually we just like started hanging out with each other more at the parks and yep, couple, like the courthouse was a cool little middle ground too. Yeah, I remember I filmed you like Gap to Maniot. Yeah, you did. Like way back. Hell yeah. Yeah, because I was never like pulling up to like the 11 or the 8 at Chittenden with you guys. That was like way out of my realm, but... Yeah. Courthouse sessions would just be fun, like metal grounds. I remember the first line we ever filmed was at Champlain. That's true. Yeah, you kick flip the ten and then tray flip the five or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was. And then you like that was fun. The camera a little. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I missed that spot. That ten stair was definitely like a step out of my comfort zone, but. Thankfully, I had homies like Trevor Mahalik and Jordan who were like down to huck. Oh, yeah. So, I was feeding off them as well. I only that 10 stair. Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then you got the, like, the five after to just, you know, celebratory trick after. Yeah. That was funny. I was wearing, like, basketball shorts, I think. You Probably, were... like, eighth grade. Yeah. 
Yeah, you were. I feel like maybe you weren't even, like, out skating or something. Like, you, like, just pulled up because you, like, knew we were there or something. I, I can't even remember exactly how that went down. But, huh. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. That's but. sick. Sick to think back on. Yeah. I also did, like, a 180 and then a switch shove it. But I think Danny filmed that. Well, yeah, shout out D-Hop. So mm -hmm. that was actually, it's funny you should bring that up because that's what I was going to ask you. So, like, you know, you were always kind of, like, the younger kid of our crew and when you were younger, you know, but then also, like, you had kind of your own crew, like, the, you know, Danny, like, shout out Danny, uh, and D-Hops was, like, really your first filmer. Yeah, Danny Hopkins was definitely, like, my first filmer. I remember in, like, he was a year older than me, and his eighth grade project was called, like, the PETA project. Okay. It's like, the pain in the ass that <laughs> you didn't really, like, tell the teachers that's what it stood for, but yeah. I think I had, like, a couple clips, like, at the mini Shaw's Gap in there, and okay. I was all, cool, I'm in the video. Nice. And then just, yeah, trying to, like, figure out my friend group in mm -hmm. high school. I just started skating with him, like, after school at the Heinsberg Park. Yeah. We were filming a line, and I told him I was going to do tray flip and then nolly heel, so he gets all close, and I decided to do, um... I, wait, no, I do backsmith and then nolly heel, I told him. So I do the backsmith, and then I just decide to do a tray flip instead. Land right on his lens and oh, camera. Shit, did it break? Yeah, <laughs> I felt so bad. And that was, like, oh, the man. real introduction to our friendship, yeah, where yeah. he, like, wasn't even tripping. Yeah, you're like, all right. <laughs> oh, cool. sorry, dude. I'll film with this, dude. If I can fucking break your camera and you're not going to bug out, yeah. <laughs> that's my homie. Man, I wish I could say that was the last time I, like, broke a friend's lens, but yeah, there have been a few more since. It's funny, because people have actually talked to me about that. They're like, dude, how do you, like, how is it they getting this? And I'm like, dude, I'm, like, skating right there with them. And they're like, wait, what? Doesn't, isn't that dangerous for the camera? And I'm like, yeah, they break. <laughs> like, somewhat, somewhat often. <laughs> yeah. But in, in middle school, though, prior to, like, really befriending Danny and Trevor, I was skating a lot with my homie Andy Casey. Okay, yep. He lived in Southridge, and I would always cruise to his place and hang out and skate the curbs, and we'd even, like, push over to Maple Tree Place just as it was getting built. Yeah. And just cause a ruckus, like, pushing around. We yeah. Remember we found our way into the Majestic 10 movie theater, when they were building it, oh, yeah. there was like an open warehouse inside that was super dusty, but kind of like a little private TF. Yeah. So shout out Andy and rest in peace. Yeah. yeah no he doubt. was always like the first friend I had who like really believed in me. I was like, you're going to like go pro someday. I was just like, yeah, right. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, so actually, yeah, so that's funny. So for years, I feel like you, you were pro before you were pro. I think that uh, that's the general consensus. Thanks. Um, what do you think? Yeah, no, so I don't, don't mean to make it awkward or whatever. No, it's fine. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, it's just a title. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, you know, like you grow up, you want to, like, if you're aspiring to be a skate, like you want your name on a board, you know? Like that's kind of like the first, like, real, obviously, like a shoe is kind of like the highest level, I think, right? Sure. But, um... So you end up, end up going pro for Element, and they don't put you in the video, but then they still put you out as, like, a solo part afterwards, right? And Yeah, I was still amateur when yeah. the video came out, and didn't really have much, there was no talk of, like, a future. Mm. So, yeah, I was in a weird place, for yeah. sure. And then, so how did things really come together with Warble? Well... 
Meanwhile, when I was like working on that video, the peace video that I wasn't in, I was also like skating around LA with the moles, getting yeah. to know them. Not even trying to, but filming parts with them. Yeah, like, yeah. Tom just would just, just like. Just because you just you go out and skate. Yeah, like that's how the best things happen when you're not like planning it, mm -hmm. and you're just goofing around. Yeah. So had a part in new driveway, which was super fun. Had no idea it was even happening, and then got to skate to like this great song too, and and then new drive and the, yeah, new driveway came, and then Toxic Planet came. And, like, there was another team manager in place at Element at that time, kind of newer guy. And I remember catching a little heat for, like, having a part in my friend's video for that. Even though it was just a homie video? Even though it wasn't even a board brand yet. It was just a clothing, like, homey company. Which I can understand if you weren't also, like, But I was ready. skating the boards in the whole video, too. The element boards. Yes. Yeah, but also you had, like, this other whole part that was, like, essentially, like, the stuff you've been saving that was, like, ready to go, right? Well, right. I was saving the my, like, the best footage I had, pro like, aside from all yeah, that. Yeah, so fuck out of here. <laughs> exactly. I was just doing my thing. Yeah. And I don't think... I think there's a... The whole miscommunication there was that there were too many skaters on Element and pros and guys they had to focus on mm -hmm. that... The quiet kid they were flowing like me was stacking, but it wasn't like in front of their face. Okay. It was such a corporate company. Like yeah. they're all just wearing too many hats, trying to please all the higher ups and filmers like coming and going, team managers coming and going. Too much time in Pac Sun, not enough time in the streets. Basically. <laughs> <laughs> but no, when I got on Element, it was like nothing but love. Cole Matthews was the team manager yeah. at the time, and he had my back, yeah, truly. He's cool. Still does. Shout out, Cole. And, yeah, he bounced and got a job at Thrasher. Ever since then, it didn't really, like, feel as family-like or, right. like, like I was being appreciated. By just the people on the back end, right? Yeah. Because, I mean, you were always still homies with Wesky and with, you know, the, yeah, true. the like, team riders. Yeah, I was still, like, very sparked and... Like, inspired by a lot of the writers that mm -hmm. still skate for them today, like Nick Garcia and, like, Ethan Loy. Yeah. I, got I got introduced with Ethan and Damo at yeah. the same time, which felt pretty cool. Yeah, those shout dudes out Damo, though. That was so dope when he came through uh, a couple summers ago. Yeah, totally. Those guys were on yeah. another level. Having grown up in California, mm -hmm. like, it was really cool to get to travel with guys who, like, prioritized and loved skating on that kind of level. Yeah, and they understood more, probably growing up in the industry side of things, they kind of probably got how certain things clicked. Yeah, and sure, they're just a lot more comfortable on handrails, too, because yeah. you're just surrounded by them since day one. Yeah. Year-round. You skate here, you have to definitely get more uh, in tune with, like, the cutty stuff. And yeah. yeah. But, yeah, creative. I wouldn't, t I wouldn't uh, take those years away on my life for anything to get to travel and, like, skate with, like, Mason and Evan and Julian Davidson and Tyson. Yeah. A lot of those guys left, though, and then I was still sticking around, kind of looking around. Yeah, you're like, where's my boy? I'm like, huh, <laughs> maybe if I do stick around and, like, swallow my pride for a little bit, I could see this investment of time pay off Yeah. in the form of getting a board. Yeah. So I did, and it worked out. Yeah, congrats. Thank you. That's what's up. Turn cookie pro. Oh, hmm. did. All but, right, so fast forward, though. So then, then, like, a year or so went by, and... 
I didn't really see a ton of growth happening for myself. I just wanted to like do something that like felt good to me moving forward. Yeah. And the Warble guys had had my back since day one of me meeting them. Yeah. By giving me parts and just befriending them genuinely. Yeah, and they were who you were out skating with too, right? True. So it's like, you know, you wanna be on a team with people you're actually skating with. That's true. That's what it comes down to, I think. It's like, um, my friend Tyrone, who works for New Balance, was telling me, we were just talking about, like, skate-related teams and stuff, and mm -hmm. it's like, yeah, you, you are the company you keep. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, if you look at, like, how Girl Chocolate came up, and, like, even, like, the Enjoy Squad and stuff like that, it's like, those dudes are out. They're hanging together. Like, those are their friends. Right. You know, and that's yeah. the vibe. It's kind of weird if you're just, like, on a team with people, but you don't ever really fuck with them, you know? True. Yeah, and a lot of the guys I know that lived in Long Beach or, like, Orange County, and I was been in East L.A. since I moved out there. Okay. And that's where all the horrible guys were at, too, in Lincoln Heights. Okay. So, just made sense. I was like, homies from Vermont started a board brand, like... I'm going to get involved. It was funny because this being is awesome. that they're from, like, Manchester or, like, down there in, like, southern Vermont, right? And yeah. And when I say homies, I mean, like, friend, new friends. Yeah, totally. But with similar background. I remember when the Barracks had that United Nations contest, and I, like, submitted, uh, like, a part. And Wow. Yeah, this is actually crazy. That's so we're, sick. like, waiting for them to announce, like, who the finalists are. And they were, like, and from Vermont. And I was, like, well, that's sick. And then they were, like... The Werble. Yeah. And I was like, who the fuck is the Werble? Same. And, and, and then, like, we you, had, had, you had the symptoms crew. Yeah, we ended up becoming finalists as well. Mm -hmm. And so it was like, out of like the 10 finalists in the world, two of them were from like little old Vermont. Right. But that was the first time we had ever heard of Werble, you know? I know. That's funny to think back on. Yeah. Because, yeah, they've been on it since way before I knew about them. And their stuff was so different than ours because they were skating all these crazy handrails and just whatever. And obviously we were always, like, more tech. And Yeah. Dave and Steve are just, like, madmen. Yeah. Like, no fear. What up, boys? Uh-huh. Yep, yep. And Tom, too, is just, like, always getting creative and, like, behind the lens and in front. Like, Alex, too. Yep. Nate. I think Nate was kind of like the Benner. the bridge there. Yeah, Nate Benner. Because yeah. he worked at Talent. And Steve worked at Talent for a bit, too, like doing some skate camps okay. over the summer. And I met him briefly, but didn't get to meet, like, okay. Dave or Tom until later when we went on a road trip together for Element. Yeah, that's so. cool. Yeah, weren't you, didn't you guys drive some, like, RV or something? or how? Would, yeah, how would it was a truck trip in 2016. Across the country, basically. Broke down, like, six times on us. Weren't you, like, delivering an RV to someone or something? What was up with that? Yeah, we were driving a, this RV from Costa Mesa to... We stopped at the Zoomies 100K event where okay. it got raffled off to one of the employees oh. as, like, a gift from Element. Okay. And wherever that person lived... Our job was to drive it to their home. Oh, funny. And it was Johnson's Creek, Wisconsin. Oh, so, random. <laughs> yeah, we left, like, in 70-degree 70, 70 sunny weather in California, and granted, it broke down before we even hit the freeway. And so that's a great sign. <laughs> winding, winding up in Wisconsin where it was zero degrees, but we got there and handed them the keys. And then what, flew back or something? And then shit. flew home. Yeah. It was really fun getting to know him on that trip. We were skating this one DIY, like, covered in snow. 
Dave Mole is just so sparked on it, yeah. like searching for ice patches and shit. That's the Vermont in you. Yeah. That's, so that's some A-Bear shit. That's when it like really like started to click. I was like, all right, I'm going to start skating with these guys. Yeah, no doubt. Um, so I did notice when you were talking, you had um, an interview for that Bronson thing or whatever. What was it called? Like Full Deck or something or Decked? Yeah. <sighs> What's it called? Yeah, we'll just edit it in. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, Dealer's Choice. Okay, Dealer's was Choice. was the Bronson interview that just came out. True, that was dope. It was cool nice. to see you with Omar. Um, yeah. But, you know, you've always given respect and shouted out Colin Hale as one of your favorites. So maybe, like, talk totally. a little bit about just, you know, the influence he's had on you and just, like, becoming friends and, you know. Yeah, Colin and Cody... I've shouted Colin out in a lot of interviews as my favorite skater, and it's true. It's like the dude was always around when I was growing up and just like pushing the envelope and possibilities in my mind as to like what's possible. Yeah. His approach to skating is like no other I've seen, and the skill level is just like ridiculous. Mm -hmm. Every time, still to this day, I'm like filming a line and getting a little frustrated. I'll just, like, I don't always do it, but I think to, like, just change up the trick, in the at least on flat ground. Yeah. Like, he'd be filming a line and try something different Every each time. time. Oh, I know. And as the filmer, that could be quite frustrating. Oh, totally. <laughs> That's, like, what it comes down to, like I was saying earlier about how some people just skate to skate and, like, could right. care less about filming. Yeah. Like, he could care less about if you film that not only back heel on flat, like, properly. He's just going to do what, like, well, keeps his brain, like, happy. I remember when he got the golden ticket at Tampa Am, he didn't even, like, try one of the things that was in his line. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, it was all just right. completely improv. Yeah, exactly. Improv is, like, the best way to put it. Like, he's, he would just do, like, whatever felt right and was, like, very classically trained, too. Yeah. Like, amazing nollie, switch, regular fakie, like, you name it, handrails, ledges. Yeah. Never really saw him, like, skate a vert ramp, but, like, that was <laughs> never, like, even in my realm yeah. of possibilities. I I'm sure if you want We had to. a mini ramp at Talent and, yeah. like, a little bowl. He crushes mini ramp. Totally. Yeah. Okay. So, Yeah. Being around Colin skating at an early age was, like, very influential. Yeah. And for how friendly he was, too. It totally. just made it easy. Totally. That's one thing I always tell people about you. I feel like you really, like, embodied some of the best qualities of, like, all the skaters that influenced you around here. You know, like, you got, like, the gnarly from Hill Hillbomb stuff, the Collins, you know, his energy, the... Pop stem, the tech marshal, you know, it's like the mayonnaise from Burroughs. It's like, I feel like you mm. were always like, like a, definitely your own type of dude, but also you like, you're like, oh, like, all right, I see you. Like, <laughs> yeah, thanks. I'm really grateful to have gotten to like feed off all those different styles. Like, you just mentioned it perfectly. That group of like five or six of them all had something special. Mm -hmm. that I could appreciate and kind of, like, take notes from, even if you don't mean to. Yeah, yeah. Like, you were all very impressionable. Yep, sometimes it's inadvertent, but then, like, looking back, you'll be like, oh, yeah, I guess that is kind of what's up, you know? Yeah, like, we're a product of our own environment, and that yeah. crew above me, like, all those guys were my environment. Yeah. 
Well, I will tell you I'm proud as hell of you, brother. And, Thank you. You know, it's always a pleasure. We don't get to catch up as much as I would like, but when we do, it's, we never miss a beat, you know? Yeah, totally. Yeah. I know. I'm... I've had some fun trips over the years. Definitely uh, that silent trip was, was a shit show, but also a good-ass time. Oh, totally. Like, you spent a night in jail in Philly? No, that was in New York. New York, okay. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> that was really fun. I remember you guys were like... You guys told me after that you were out filming and like everyone was just kind of like bummed and you were like, well, fuck it, he's in jail, I must as well get a line or something. <laughs> like, like this one's for drive right here. <laughs> That's tight. Yeah, we, we scooped you up afterwards, like the day after. Yeah. And just kept the trip going. Yeah. Yeah, you guys like showed up with like a 12 pack and a blonde or something. But <laughs> That's pretty hilarious. Right. I know, those moments are pretty special to think back on. Yeah, totally. Just traveling with like Buckman and... What uh, Jordan, yourself, whole squad, yeah, yeah Angel, the yeah. Silent Days, yeah. Shout totally. out, Paul, shout out, Paul Wilson for sending me boards back in the day and giving me and my friends the chance to like really grow and prosper out west. Yeah, totally. Because Paul was like, uh, so for those of you who don't know, that he owned Silent Skateboards and you found them on like MySpace or something, right? Yeah, found them on MySpace, like. Sending out my sponsor me tape that was basically all filmed at Talent, I yeah. think. <laughs> Maybe a little Burlington, but yeah. Stumbled upon Silent Skateboard's MySpace page. Yeah. Upstairs in my room on my big ass <laughs> laptop that took 20 minutes for dial up. Yeah, yeah. And he sent me some boards and showed my friends, and they're like, geez. I want some boards. Yeah, <laughs> I want some boards. So kind of like just kept building that and. Went out with my dad to meet him, skated a contest he flew me out for. and Yeah, what was that conversation like with your dad? You're like, so dad, I just met some dude on MySpace and he wants me to come out to California. Yeah, I mean, they were definitely skeptical, but yeah. um, interested too, because yeah. they could and tell I, mean, I was passionate. A, and your dad's a businessman, like he gets it. He yeah, totally. Yeah. Like, yeah, it was, ended up being a great trip and yeah. had a lot of fun. Yeah. And that, like, set the stage for Witta and Jordan and Buckman to kind of get more involved and yep. start to build the brand and try to make it a company. Yeah, we ran totally. a couple of ads in Transworld and started working on that video. Yeah, what was your first ad? Was it that laser heel? Uh, it might have been the laser flip down, like, a four block in Long Beach. Yeah. might have been, like, a 50-50 to board slide. No, that came later. Yeah. But regardless, yeah. The uh, silent ad was definitely my first time in print, oh, period. Wow. So that was cool. Nice. And then the company, he had to kind of like hit the brakes on it because it, like it's not easy to run a board brand. Yeah. And well, we all just we all just kept making a video, and Buckman released it with a bunch of nods to the company. Yep. Called Cut and Try. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I was uh, I was honored to contribute some footage to that. Hell yeah. Um, I was talking to someone the other day about how crazy it is, like, if you think about inflation and, like, nothing else has stayed the same price for as long. Like, skateboards were $50 when I started skating in, like, the early 90s. And, like, up until, what, like, a year or two ago, they were still $50. Like, that's yeah. just insane to me. They're 60 now. Yeah. Some are 70 But I'm just saying for, like, 30 fucking years, they were $50. Like, oh, I like know. Like, the price of gas 
has you know went up 10x by by then and right just like you know, just every little bit of just inflation of like through the years but somehow skateboards stayed the same now does that because skateboards became cheaper to produce no it's just because there's no money in having a board company yeah right <laughs> it is really hard to like yeah. make money off skateboards i think because yeah you've got to the price point's tough. Yeah, I don't and think I don't poor, think the like, margins are like great. When like it, skaters just don't have much money in general. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's a very select few who are like making a proper living off of it. Yeah, but I'm grateful to be doing it full time still. Yeah, it's a trip. Yeah. So who uh, who are your official sponsors these days? Yeah, these days New Balance has been really supportive, awesome. and I'm g- super grateful for their help. Hopefully, a colorway coming soon. Yeah, I'm still just, yeah, working on it. Yeah. Working on something. Just happy to be traveling and filming with them. Totally. And you feel like it's a good fit. Yeah, they're great. Comfy shoes to skate in, for sure. Yeah. And the and team's, you, like, very eclectic. one or two, so I appreciate that. Thank Anytime. You yeah. <laughs> Independence has been really supportive. Spitfire, Bronson Bearings, Pepper Grip, yeah. like, 18 East. It's been flowing me clothes oh, nice. for the past couple of years. Shout and out Kenny Singoli, what up, player? Yep. Yeah, actually, Kenny, and I, go, Kenny like and I go way back to my early days, like literally, like in the nineties. Sick. Yeah. Yeah, he seems really nostalgic on Burlington and skateboarding and the courthouse. I love that <laughs> attention to detail he's got with the clothing mm-hmm. and just like paying homage to guys like A Dog. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, we just had a dog day last weekend, which I was happy you were able to be here for. Yeah, I got the shirt. Yep, hell yeah. I like this one. Yeah, I actually got the other one, but that one's dope too. Yeah, it was, um, photograph was by, um, spacing on his name. Blotto? No, he was in town. Oh. Lives in Portland now, he was telling Stephen me. Stephen Echo. Yes. He actually lives in Vancouver, but yes. Okay, yes. Vancouver, He yeah. did live in Portland. Yeah. Photos by Stefan. I think from 10 years ago at the candlelight yep. service they had. Yep. Looks like a long exposure. Yeah, that's tight. That's really rad. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, just uh, obviously like you're a bit like a younger generation, but I'm sure you remember seeing Andy and yeah, like what do you remember or like what is... What did he and does his legacy like mean to you? I know that's pretty loaded, but no, I hear you. Yeah, A Dog. He was always around, mainly at the waterfront park. I would see him yeah. just rolling with some friends, like Casey Gilman and Ryan Edwards too. I think Jill would always be rolling with them too, but A Dog would just be like the most happy presence, like. He was definitely a lot older than me, but I, he was never, like, too cool to say what up. Yeah. And his, like, pop on his board was always, like, <laughs> remarkable. Yeah. Half cap heels on the bank ramp or just, like, ollieing, like, six boards on flat. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Just his, like, genuine presence mixed with his pop was always, like, a standout in my brain. Yeah, he's someone that, like, it would have been impossible to not, like, take note to, you know? Like, you're, like, yeah, he was, like, just had this aura about him that was just, like, it was very, like, um, like, you would just swear wanted to be drawn to it. Yeah, it was contagious. Yeah, exactly. His, like, smile was contagious. Yeah. His energy. He would always just push fast, too. 
would have a cruiser board sometimes just rolling around town. Yeah. I saw him at City Market once, and he gave me a mixtape out of his backpack. That's it was like a Biggie remix he made. That's what's up. It was really cool, because I was like just really young, trying yeah. to figure out my way. Yeah, And he, he worked at that shoe store. Status, yeah. Status on Church Street. I remember popping my head up there a couple times and just being really confused <laughs> on like why they were so obsessed with Nikes. <laughs> but yeah. like... Getting a little older and skating for New Balance for a few years now, I'm realizing like how important shoes are to skaters. Yeah. And just like the fashion world in general and how like many different avenues people take. So how often are you going through shoes these days? Cause like, you know, I'm sure like when you're a kid, it's like you're still ripping through them, but you don't have money. So you just have to wear them till they're shitty or like Dude, to I know. convince your parents to buy another one. Yeah. I go through shoes, like, I skate the 440s a lot from New yeah. Balance, the skate section. It's called New Balance Numeric. Okay. It's the skate section of New Balance. And they um, they name them by the number, just to keep it, like, a little simpler. By the number of what? Um, they kind of just, like, make the number up, I think. It <laughs> might... I've heard it's loosely based around, like, the technology used okay. in the shoe. Like, higher the number, like, the more technology Ugh. is involved. But... You can neither confirm you can, nor deny. <laughs> you can, like, take that with a grain of salt. Because okay. for some guys, pro shoes, they just use their area code. Oh, all right. So, like, like Jamie's is the 306. Oh, okay. And I don't think that has anything to do with the technology. It's, yeah, like, yeah. the Florida area code, I think. Yep. Or Westgate's 508. Yep. But shout out Westgate, you're the man. Yeah, Westgate and Jamie. I was just yeah. skating with them in North Carolina and oh, taking yeah. notes on how professional they are. It's funny. I remember seeing Jamie Floyd when he was the kid with the pink shirt at Tampa, and everyone uh-huh. was like, "What's up with this kid?" And like, lo and behold, skate of the year. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, fast forward a couple years, yeah. not that long. Yeah, he's beast. like turning heads. Yeah, beast. Yeah. So hopefully we got some 802s coming out here at some point. Man, that'd be cool. Yeah. Tiago's second shoe is at 808, so that's, oh. like, kind of close. Yeah. <laughs> so who knows? Yeah. But I skate the 440s most of the time. It's a cup sole that kind of gets more thin towards the toe, but, like, yeah. thick on the heel. So right. good cushion for jumping, but also the board feel at the oh, toe. Cool. And they're about to release, like, a second version of it, which I'm excited you like uh, cup soles more than the Volk sole, or do you kind of go back and forth? I bounce back and forth. Yeah. I was just skating the, the foys last week. I got some at Black Sheep Skate Shop when yeah. I was down there and kind of fell back in love with the Volk. Are you rocking these? Yeah, some there you go. Four, 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 440s right there. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, they last me like probably two weeks, like consistently skating on them. And that's like being generous. Yeah. Like... That's not being generous. That's being, like, picky because I get shoes. Well, that's what I was going to say. Like, and then they're still in great shape. But you're also really right. good at, like, kicking down pairs that are, like, in pretty good shape and whatnot. Yeah. So. Also, if you want some new balances, go hit up Talent Skate Park. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. New balance. Uh, yeah, hit up Talent for those new balances if yeah. you want them. <laughs> and if you don't want them. Then don't. <laughs> if you don't want them, then... You're blown. Sorry to hear that. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck's wrong with you? Yeah, I got these slides on right now, oh. some chillers. All right, all right. Now, have you been over to, like, the New Balance uh, spot down there? What's in it? It's in Boston, right? I have visited the headquarters, yeah, in Boston. It's yeah. really cool. 
And you get to They're see doing like, good how they're things. made, how they design, all that. You get a good little walkthrough or what? Yeah, I got the full tour nice. a couple of years ago. And they keep expanding, too. That's cool. Which is rad to see. Nice. Like, they just gave Frankie Bellani a shoe, too. Oh. And the team is growing. Nice. So I'm happy to see them, like, prospering and yeah. just continuing to support more skaters who are just doing good things. Yep, absolutely. Um, so you also have been designing some stuff for Warble and for, you know, just in general, you're always, you know, you're always into your art and whatnot. Yeah, thanks. That's dope. Yeah, I got a degree in graphic design through CCB. Yep. And I think that was kind of just something initially to, like, make my parents happy, just to, like, do something past high school. But yeah. as I, like, continued to take the courses online living in California, it helped me learn more tools that I've continued to just grow with, like animating and drawing and painting. That's cool. Working with, like, Illustrator and Photoshop. and Yeah, which is actually, like... Uh... Like, your brother was into the whole animation as well, wasn't he? Yeah, he got a degree in 3D animation. Okay. And now works with 3D printers over at Beta, which is, like, a crazy cool startup company here in Vermont, doing great things, building, like, an airplane drone that is going to change the world pretty yeah. soon. Yeah, go put out some fires in, in Maui. Yeah. <laughs> no, they're going to be delivering, like, organs to people in need, like, all around the country wow. pretty soon. That's... Like, in a heartbeat. Yeah. Pun no pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> Not that fast, but, like, you know, you don't need a landing strip. They're just, yeah. like, take off, land, boom, here's your heart. Yeah. I was just hearing that um, there's going to be, like, drones that are just, like, flying around with said thing whatever and then like when someone orders it it'll just like go there so it'll like already be like it'll already be like out and about carrying around that's wild whatever like those little delivery bots cruising around the sidewalks yeah but no i'm hyped for my brother he's really doing cool shit he was like the fourth employee at beta and now they have like 700 wow so that's awesome it seems like he really found his niche with that because yeah. I know prior to that he was like delivering pizzas or something and he was definitely Right. He was definitely in limbo for a minute yeah. and I think a lot of us can like look back on times where you're not really seeing the results you want, but you're still pushing towards what you wanna do. Yeah, and, as long as you're not going back. And yeah, good things happen when you're doing what you wanna do. Good things come to those who skate. Uh-huh. <laughs> that too. Hell yeah. But, well, I know we don't want to keep you for super long because you're only here for a little bit. Yeah, but, uh, I did want to touch back on yeah. the design yeah. topic, but it's been really fun to be able to mix my passion for making art with the companies I skate for. Yeah. Like getting to design board graphics for Warble and Element, and even like an ad that I got for Indie last year. I got to design the little border for it. Oh, sick. And even animated a little... Um, motion piece that they used for a running ad on Thrasher. Oh, cool. I'll have to throw that in here if, uh, yeah. if that clears. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, I, I have it. I could get you the file. Nice. And yeah, you designed... Um, did you design your first pro model for Element as well? I did, yeah. Nice. And then you designed... There were two graphics for that. Okay. And then I f- designed my first for Warble and... The most recent one as well. Awesome. So, shout out Jackson Tupper for helping me with all that, too. Okay. He's a 
the back end art guy at Warble. Oh, sweet. Just making everything look dope and nice. bringing it to life. So I've been working with him a little bit, yeah. bouncing things back and forth. From, awesome. the, from all I've learned in like doing design work, it's like having like a team is like huge totally. to be able to bounce ideas off. Yeah, and everyone brings like a different skill set. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Sometimes it's like someone else can see something from a, uh, an outside perspective where you're like, oh, I didn't consider that, but no doubt. Right. Uh, I also like designing stuff for skate shops that I fuck with. That's cool. Like I've made some graphics for Talent before. Made a board for 303 in uh, Denver. Hell yeah. Made a graphic for Brooklyn Projects in LA. Yeah, I was about to say that Brooklyn Projects part was fucking dope. Oh, Damn. thanks. The little. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I had a couple of tricks in their video. Yeah. Yeah, that was sweet. No full part, but yeah, hopped in there. Yeah, I made a shirt for Subsect a couple years ago. Okay. That was really cool. Where's Subsect? It's in Iowa. Oh, right. Yeah, right. you know, like <laughs> any just places I go, I find myself just linking up at skate shops. You yeah. know, it's like the common denominator. Well, it's important to like realize too that that's even for you. Like you talked about, like you've really found your identity at talent and like, so totally just to give back and also just, yeah, connect with other cool dudes, you know? And cool, yeah. Cool homies and homegirls. Yeah. Right. Skating's cool like that. If you're ever just in a new city and like, don't know what to do, like, Go to the skate shop. Go to the skate shop. They'll yeah. direct you in the right way. Yeah, they'll tell you where the spots are. Yeah. They'll let you know where the little dive bar is or whatever, yeah. Mm -hmm. Subsect, Heath Kirchauer is like a part owner of it. Oh, cool. Always looked up to him and his skating, yeah. so yeah. it was cool to be able to bring that together. I saw Heath Kirchauer one time, and uh, I don't really fan out too often, but I was a little shook. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, what up? Only other time I remember really being shook by a pro is when I lived in Oakland and I saw John Cardiel at the little convenience store by my house. Sick. And he, like, saw that I had, like, you know, flipped, like, kicked, uh, torn shoes or whatever. And he was like, what's up, man? You skate? I was like, yeah. He's like, he's like, uh, what's your name? I was like, Travis. He's like, I'm John. I was like, yeah, I'm all, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that man has done some shit on a board. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I remember going into Deluxe to get some Spitfires one day, and yeah, just seeing like Julian Stranger in there, it was like kind of crazy. It's yeah. like, whoa, yeah. this dude's here. No doubt. Um, I've never met Gons before, but I would love to meet that guy. Yeah, I feel, like you got, I feel like you guys would get along. Yeah, he's cool. You're both kind of like, um, yeah, just interesting, unique people. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no but yeah, I'm going to start trying to make like small runs of... Um, I think hats and shirts for my own thing, just to keep the art uh, passion alive. Yeah. And just not have anyone to answer to. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Bring in a couple extra ducats. Yeah, so I'm, I'll be releasing those through my Instagram. All right. Got a little shop set up already. Yeah. How do uh, how do people get at you? Like, what's your Instagram? Or what, what, what's yeah, your my Instagram is just my name, which is Chris Colburn, spelling C O L B O U R N. Right, a lot right. of people get that twisted, but you can just type in cookie, too, and it pops up. Okay. So it's fun. Nice. Hell yeah. That's what's up. Uh, I don't know if there's anyone you want to give any shout-outs to while we're out here. And shout-out, first of all, my parents for just all the support from day one. My brother for getting me into skating and sparking the whole, like, creative realm of art and following your dreams. Mm-hmm. 
Shout out Travis yourself for putting together amazing videos that became like my Bible growing up. Thank you, man. And Hannah and Dave for creating that space where we all got to know each other. Mm -hmm. Amen. Yeah. That's what's up. And everyone else on the West Coast, too, that has been showing me love since I moved out there. Hell yeah. New Balance and Deluxe and NHS and Mesa, Warble, 18 East. Like, stoked to just keep the Vermont connections alive and spread the love. It's always so tough when, like, I'm like, hey, if you want to shout someone out, and it's like, obviously you're never going to be able to shout out everyone. Yeah, I'm deserves, all bam, 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 like, bam. Everyone who deserves to be shouted out, but you know who you are. Yeah, you shout know? out my girlfriend, Jaden, too. Right. She's been a real one since we met. Hell yeah. We met the, we met the night I came back to celebrate Turning Pro oh, wow. on Common Grounds on cool. Church Street, and it was really cool. And been going steady now, like almost four years. Awesome. Which is great. What up, Jaden? Mm -hmm. Yeah, she's the best. Awesome. She's a life coach, too, so I'm always like, she's dropping knowledge on ways to just stay in alignment with what you're doing in life and yeah. just to seed out all the bullshit. She's all, no, I think he'll flip. No, no. <laughs> she's not yeah she she is a good judgment of character too on tricks yeah or like clips because she skates herself and yeah it's cool to just get her perspective on things or have her at the spot supportive yeah she was screaming at someone for me recently actually <laughs> they were in the way some neighbors <laughs> were like giving her a hard time oh yeah giving me a hard time too crazy yeah that's she, a whole another story had your back yeah she did she's nice. always got my back oh yeah well, I just want to say I'm so proud of you for all everything you've done, the man you've become, and just uh, look forward to seeing what's next, you know what I mean? Just keep doing your thing, keep staying you. Thank you. Appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, you're my man. Absolutely. Fuck yeah. It's all love. Yes, 100. This has been Golden Hour, episode 32, with a one-of-a-kind guest, Chris Cookie Colburn. And we out. Much love. Much love.